today on The Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. One of the Russian Su-27 aircraft struck the propeller of the MQ-9, causing U.S. forces to have to bring the MQ-9 down in international waters. Pentagon spokesman Brigadier General Pat Ryder says the encounter went on for more than 30 minutes. Several times before the collision, the Su-27s dumped fuel on and flew in front of the MQ-9 in a reckless and unprofessional manner. The State Department called it a brazen violation of international law and summoned the Russian ambassador. But Anatoly Antonov told reporters it was too close to territory Russia claims as its own. Crimea is a part of the Russian Federation. The United States does not recognize this status. And of course it's contradiction, but does it mean that it's necessary to provoke Russian Navy or Russian Air Force? Adding, I don't want any confrontation. Ben Thomas, Washington. So what are the implications of uh, this incident yesterday? Uh, joining us to talk about this is Elliot Tepper, Emeritus Professor of Political Science at Carleton University. Uh, Elliot, uh, thanks as always for the time today. Uh, I, I'm going to go right off the top here and suggest that these sorts of, uh, of shall we say, uh, incursions or, or, or off-chance meetings uh, probably happen a lot more than we think they do. I mean, this was an unmanned uh, drone as opposed to something else. But, I mean, we've got American uh, Air Force and the Russian Air Force and Chinese Air Force flying all over the place. They're, they're bound to, I'd, I'd hate to use the term, run into each other. But there are going to be some, some instances from time to time, are there not? Yes. In fact, <laughs> there wasn't. Uh, good morning, by the way. Yes, there was an actual incident uh, in 2001 where Chinese planes actually did physically run into uh, an American uh, intelligence plane and it downed it in Hainan, Hainan Island and there was a death, but uh, the American pilot was then held and finally released. So there's very dangerous games going on. Uh, we have a world which is both more nuclear and more tense and with apparently, how can we put this gently? States and perhaps individuals, and this is the worst of them all, individual pilots, our fate as a, as a, as a globe, war and peace, depends on the successful professional operation of these increasingly dangerous um, activities and irresponsible activities as well. I, and as you say, I mean, is this the proverbial shot over the bow then? I mean, uh, this was unprovoked. I mean, the Russians knew damn well what they were dealing with here. Uh, and, you know, first of all, they denied it. And I think that denial is still on record, yet they seem to want to talk about it. So seem to be speaking out of both sides of their mouths. But were they trying to send a message to the Biden administration? Yes, very clearly so. The uh, What we're learning more and more is that what we saw happen now is just an unusually unfortunate incident of something that's almost a normal pattern. This is international waters, according to the U.S., according to Black Sea uh, and, and the world. But uh, Crimea has been occupied by Russia, as we know, since 2014, and they claim this is basically there's their inland sea, and uh, you shouldn't get too close to it. So they were pushing back on the routine intelligence gathering. It's a pattern that's been going on. This time it almost got out of hand. Had that been a manned aircraft uh, instead of a, a drone operated from remotely very far away, we could be having a different conversation today. 
And I, I mean, you, you talked about the uh, interaction, shall we say, between, you know, uh, air forces. Uh, there was an incident, I guess it was last year, wasn't it, where a, a Chinese uh, fighter jet yeah. actually strafed a couple of the Americans that were flying in the area too, basically taunting them. And and, and we've seen this happen in other incidents as well. I, I It's to the it sounds as if they're almost trying to force a conflict to Harry Alton. The official U.S. response from the Pentagon here was that, yes, we're very upset about this, etc. Uh, they better you know, be more careful. And nobody seems to want to use the kind of language that they probably uh, used when they found out about this. They have to temper just a little bit because you don't want a diplomatic incident to turn into, as you say, something a lot bigger. The entire operation by the U.S. since the beginning of the Ukraine war, that is the illegal Russian invasion of a neighboring state, a peaceable neighboring state, uh, which began in 2014, but as we know, we just passed the one-year anniversary of Putin's folly in this case. All of that has raised the temperature considerably, and we are seeing, in this particular case, the U.S. Has, uh, is following what they've always been following. We do not want a direct confrontation with Russia. We do not want to have a NATO confrontation with Russia, but we do want to help Ukraine. Ukraine is doing all the fighting. We're doing helping the, the contact group uh, is meeting right now, actually, the over 50 countries that are coordinating their activities to support Ukraine, and, you know, as long as it takes and whatever it, whatever you need. All of that is going on, leading to uh, all these high tense, uh, uh, highly tense potential confrontations that could easily get out of hand. Will there be a retaliation? I, not necessarily a tit for tat, but in, will the U.S. respond in some way? <laughs> what Ukraine is saying is that this was a deliberate attempt, not an accident, a deliberate attempt by uh, Russia to say, do not provide more arm armaments, because if you do, if you help Ukraine even further, it could lead to more things like this. And so they're raising the stakes. Uh, the U.S., is trying, I think, to be calm about it. They're saying, this is routine. They harass us all the time. We're not going to stop doing what we are legitimately allowed to do. But it, all of this is part of a matrix of, <laughs> I was amused, Bill, the, the U.S. response on this was to try to hit the Russians where it hurt. It's not only irresponsible, but incompetent, unprofessional. Well, short of actually shooting down those planes, that's a pretty serious insult, I suppose. There's a definite possibility incipient in this Ukrainian war that we could escalate uh, into a much wider conflict. Moldova is apparently being undermined right now. There's many operations going on that we don't hear about. One thing to mention about all this is it's unclear what intelligence sharing is going on and the purposes of that intelligence between America and the West, that is, us included, we're part of all this, and Ukraine. We know that there is intelligence sharing, but apparently, and that's what this, you know, this, this drone was an intelligence operation, but apparently, as near as we can tell <laughs> on public uh, matters, what's going on is that Russia is doing things, America is reporting on it, America and others, the British in particular, are sharing intelligence with Ukraine, but they're not providing targeting information. They're saying, here's what's going on, but we're not going to tell you, you know, do something right there at that particular moment. A very fine line. We don't know the nature of intelligence sharing. The Russians are terribly worried about what 
the West is providing to Ukraine in terms of that intelligence. They want it stopped, and I think that was the purpose of this pattern of, of uh, almost collisions. In this case, there was a collision. Well, this will continue in some way, shape, or form, I'm sure. Elliot, great to get your perspective. Thanks so much for this. Appreciate the time. Well, you're very welcome, Bill. Stay well. Elliot Tepper, Emeritus Professor of Political Science at Carleton University. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.